Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sweaty Sexy Truth Podcast. I'm Jeff Magnuson, owner of Magnuson Athletic. And I'm Mackenzie Grace, owner of Graceful Gains. And in today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about high-value relationships. High-value relationships are those special connections that bring us immense joy, support, growth into our lives. They're the friendships, partnerships, and connections that really enrich us on our life journey. They help us become better versions of ourselves, elevate us to new heights, and just make us feel like our best selves. Mm-hmm. These are the good, positive connections you have with people. They make you feel happy, supported, and just basically help you become a better person. These relationships can make you feel less stress and definitely less alone. Nobody likes feeling alone. But not only that, they also give you a chance to learn and grow, and they help you handle tough times, which is super important to feel supported in that way. When you have strong relationships, you have more opportunities, you feel better about yourself, and you even live a healthier and longer life, which is pretty neat. So having good relationships with others is like a key to a happier and better life in a way. But how do we attract these high-value relationships into our lives, babe? Well, I think first and foremost, it's really important to recognize that attracting any high-value relationship will actually start with being a high-value person yourself. And I would like to speak on this in just terms of our relationship. When we look back to like 2020, it was actually when I released the need to like find a man that you showed up. And what I mean by that was like in spring of 2020, I was on like all the dating apps. I was on Bumble, Hinge, even Tinder. I was spending hours swiping, meeting guys, having the same conversations, having that same low level vibration. I just moved into my first apartment. I was young, hot and single. And most of my energy spent outside of work was just like looking for someone. I think any female in their like 20s could relate to this. We've all done this at some point. And it just becomes really exhausting, right? Having the same conversation over and over, meeting a lot of guys and or females, if you're, I'm sure a lot of males do this too. And a lot of these guys for myself and my personal experience just saw me as like a friends with benefits situation, didn't really see me as like a high value woman. And fast forward to now, I hear more often than not, well, where did you find a guy like Jeff? I'm in a relationship like you guys. You're a power couple, hot couple, you name it. Like we get a lot of compliments on a relationship. And I mean, it's true, <laughs> not to brag or anything. But yeah, <laughs> the truth is I found you in the search for myself. And I know this sounds like weird, but really it's like I got tired of having the same conversations with different guys and wasting my time on dates. I really just decided that I wanted to make a change. I deleted all the dating apps. I also stopped searching for a man and I as well bought a vibrator because I was not going to <laughs> some than some other guy tried to serve me in that way. And so I took all the energy that I was like outputting to find a guy and I put it into myself. So I got a really really good shape was the best shape of my life at the time I finished my schooling I was working as a manager and I started Graceful Canes and I actually quit that manager job full-time in the midst of COVID and I let go like I said of that idea of finding anyone and that was what happened is I created this version of myself I created this version of her and I became a very powerful fucking woman and because of that like my energy was really infectious I was really happy I was bubbly I was ambitious and that's when like I found you <laughs> for lack of better words because the truth is is like I didn't actually find you I attracted you and I think that's really important because you have to be the kind of person you want to attract I never would have been able to attract you had I not been putting that energy into myself because when you believe into yourself and your abilities you're going to naturally draw on the energy of other people that have that same vibration and so I think a lot of the things that I associate with being as a high value person is our self-confidence the authenticity, emotional intelligence, having that growth mindset, having boundaries, 
and having positivity. All of these things I think are incredibly important when you're looking for that high value relationship. And so that's really how I believe that you attract these high value relationships into your life. But what about you? Yeah, totally agree. Like we were friends for a bit before we started dating, obviously. And I in no way, shape or form was looking for a relationship. Like I was never on dating apps or anything like that, but I didn't have to look far to find somebody if I wanted it. And I wasn't into it. I was just not looking for that shadow conversation. It didn't make me feel good. I didn't like telling people my hopes and dreams and playing this game. Essentially, it was very boring. So it was very short lived the amount of time that I actually did that. And I was just focusing on myself. I was so driven to find the deep rooted areas of my life that had brought me to the position that led to my shift in life because I was coming from a place of depression where I essentially had to grow in a different direction because I knew the direction that I had been living my life brought me to that place of unhappiness. So I felt like I had to relearn a lot of things from scratch. And so while I was working on myself, not distracting myself with pussy or anything like that, you rolled in and we had some great conversations, some deep conversations. And that was the catalyst that made me have those different feelings for you. And I remember I wasn't like nervous when we took that next level, like I really, that next step in our relationship and became like sexual, you know, or intimate. But there was a piece of me that was like, I hope that this doesn't affect anything because I just loved having conversations with you the way that we did. And I was like, if this happens and something changes, like I'm going to be really upset because I fucking really liked you as a friend too, because of the conversations we were having and you were just different. So I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad we're here today because, yeah, I told you a million times, if I wasn't dating you, I wasn't going to be with anyone because that's where I was at, right? And I still feel that way. If for whatever reason, we were not together anymore. I would be taking a massive hiatus because I just don't need that kind of energy at all <laughs> right now. But as far as like the qualities of being associated with high value, I think when we think about attracting somebody high value and saying like, oh, where is my high value man or woman? The first thing that we need to do is look at ourselves, right? Because if we're not living or being or personifying that high value individual, then we're not going to be attracting that just like you said either, right? Oh yeah, it's like your standards. It's your standards. Yeah, what are your standards for yourself? You can have Ferrari expectations with a Honda Civic budget. Yeah, I love like. that. And I'm sorry to break it to all of you, but you are not going to find a high value man or woman on fucking Tinder. It's not going to happen. Maybe the 0.01%. Well, yeah, because actually the girls, I never thought about it this way, but a couple of my girlfriends, it's funny for me, this is the first time in my life, like I was always a single friend. I was like always holding out. I always thought there was maybe something wrong with me because all my girlfriends had boyfriends, but now I realize actually how valuable that was, like being single young, because like now the shoe's on the other foot. I'm in a really happy, healthy, serious relationship and everyone's like single and they're kind of like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and so, no, some of them were just searching for themselves, but they said this and I thought that was really, really on point with Tinder, which is like, if the guy I'm looking for is not going to have the time for Tinder, because if he does, then he's not going to be working on the things that I would expect him to be working on. Like he should not have enough time to be swiping on an app like that. Like it's like building a business, working on himself, going to the gym. That's what he should be spending his time on. And, you know, I haven't been on Tinder in years. So I was like, no, that's a really good point actually to make. Yeah. That was one of the uh, knowledge bombs that was dropped when we were hanging out with our wonderful, smart, 
high value group of friends when we were all talking about that subject just a couple of weeks ago. Well, yeah. And I think it's like when we talk about high value relationships, like they don't just have to be like a relationship like you and me. Like, mm. I think that's pretty prevalent because a lot of men and women, you know, like how many times did you hear this at the fire hall where these guys that were not really taking care of themselves were expecting to have these bodies with the bodies as their wives. And I've seen this with women too, where they don't really have much for themselves in terms of standards and expectations, yet they want like a six-figure guy over six foot that has everything, you know, yeah. and it goes back to the standards and uh, your own values. Like you have to identify your own values and the type of person that you want and what you want to have in your life, because if you don't, then you're not going to get anywhere. Exactly. And that takes us into looking intrinsically and deciding on how you can become a high value person. So the first thing you have to do is identify your values, clarify and get very specific, clarify your values and the type of people you want to have in your life, because this clarity will guide your interactions and help attract like-minded individuals. It seems reasonable. Yeah. And it's not even just, I think you're hundred percent on that point in terms of like having values on what you want in a friendship relationship, but also that value for yourself. I think like what you said there is so important is figuring out what you want in that, but also like what you want for yourself. Like mm -hmm. what, going back to our previous episode is like, what are these people doing on the weekends? Like, well, how do you want to spend your weekend? So you're not going to find high value people in the bar, maybe every now and then, but like if mm -hmm. they go to the bar every weekend, that's all they're doing. Yeah. We have a couple of friends who love to party and they are extremely high value people and we love them like crazy, but that's their truth and that's their happiness. And I'm so fucking happy for them because they're, like I said, extremely high value people and we care about them greatly, but statistically and, and more commonly, yeah. The high value guys generally aren't going to be in Canadian tap house wearing a freaking Oilers jersey, pounding back six beers and two plates of wings. Isn't it brew house, Canadian brew house? Yeah, so I said. <laughs> He's a Canadian tap house. Oh, tap house, whatever. Yeah. I, you can tell I don't go to the. Yeah, place. yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, right? And that also comes into creating boundaries for yourself as well. This identifying your values is, it goes deeper than just like what you want your community to look like. It goes into what kind of person am I going to become? What are my core? values. So many people I've had conversations where I ask them what their core values are and they say, oh, I have no idea. And that's like understandable because we're never taught about that really. Yeah. It's just like how many people don't know what they want for their lives. And then all of a sudden they're with a mortgage, with a family, with a partner, and they're realizing this isn't what I fucking want. They're having midlife crises. Yeah. Prison <laughs> of happiness. As I used to hear at my old career all the time, how's life? Oh, pretty good. You know, prison of happiness, mm -hmm. which means they're not actually happy. Now, how many of them were so shocked when you retired from the service and also just keep up with you consistently yeah. on social media because of the life that we live? Well, and it's awesome to be able to have acted upon that for myself because that's what I needed. Yeah, and being an inspiration. Right? Totally. But that's what I mean about people not even knowing what they want and they're just like following the steps or just following mm -hmm. the actions. They don't have any standards set for themselves. They don't have any values set for themselves. They're not identifying what they want out of life and they're just following this little path that's laid out for us. And yeah. if you want high value, you need to identify what that even means to you, what that looks like, your boundaries around it, your values mm -hmm. around it. And then stick to your fucking boundaries too. Because mm -hmm. the first thing that somebody who who wants to be high value but will automatically get pulled into a lower energetic frequency by people that are not high value is they will push your boundaries and if you allow your boundaries 
to float or to shift in order to compensate and keep peace, you automatically are not high value, right? A high value person will see that and they'll say, okay, well, you need more growth, right? It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you need to grow more because you haven't chosen those core values and you haven't set the boundaries that are going to say, no, I do not accept this out of my community or whatever it is because I am worth like so much more and I deserve to be treated as such, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's like auditing your social circle too, like yeah. what other people, and there's people in your life, like it goes again back to what we were talking about before where if you were around people that don't have standards and values and dreams and goals and vision like you're not going to have that yourself so auditing your circle so then you can therefore expand it and the people who are going to align with your interests and align with your life that's really important because it opens up all of those opportunities to meet people that are actually going to share your passions absolutely and expanding your social circle is what you just said so important because it forces you to step out of your comfort zone and gives you the potential opportunity to meet higher value people Now, one of the things I think is really important that a lot of people just don't even think about when they're considering meeting higher value people is going to conferences. You're paying to be in the room. Paying to be in the room. (laughs) If you want to meet some freaking really inspirational people that are doing a lot with their lives, go to business conferences, Mm -hmm. go to motivational speaking conferences, go to personal development, personal growth conferences. The ticket will be what? Anywhere between two to 500 bucks for usually like two days, one to two days. And the networking opportunities that you have there to build strong, lifelong connections with high value people is so much greater. The opportunity is so much greater in that environment than it is going to the same fucking job you've been going to for the last 10 years. Or same bar you've been going to. Or same bar. And well, it's important when you go to those events that you're like open to the opportunity as well. Yeah. I think like you do have to be putting yourself out there, being open to make connections. Like just the other day, when I mentioned this in our previous episode too, was we're at the coffee shop and... Brittany and I were just having a conversation about content and fitness and et cetera. And this girl was like, oh, say, hey, like I heard you having this conversation. Don't mean to be eavesdropping. Mm. And that was just being her open to connection. Right. And to be honest, like that's also Brittany and I putting out that energy of like being open to like if there had been a lot of closed off negative energy, that girl wouldn't have said anything. Maybe right. if we'd not been having that conversation again, that girl wouldn't have said anything. We wouldn't have made that connection. Right. As very often, I think that when you're open to that opportunity that you will meet people within that energetic field. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a huge, huge point when it comes to um, building high value relationships and the work that you put inside is being open and approachable, right? Approachability is so important in making connections. And this happens to me all the time at the gym because I'm in my element when I'm in the gym. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying myself like a little bit of time. Like sometimes I'll have a resting bitch face, but if I catch eye contact with like anyone normally, I'll give them a smile or the bro head nod or whatever. But smile, make eye contact, and be open to striking up conversations with new people because you have no idea who you're going to come across. Yeah, exactly. And I think also going back to like personal development events and business events, like it doesn't even have to be a $200 to $500 ticket. Like we went to that Black Box networking event, which was a local event here in Kelowna, held by Black Box, which is a local like... Meal prep company. They are meal prep. You'd consider them meal prep. You can also just go pick up... I guess they are meal prep because you can do weekly meals with them. 
yeah, we were invited there with a couple of friends and I've probably had like five to 10 new mutual followers out of that because we had a group of like, what, seven of us that went, but mm -hmm. we all kind of like had our own time and we went off, we we're talking to different people. Like mm -hmm. I met some different girls. I connected with the videographer. Like there were so many different people that we met out of that situation and even more people that we saw like from the gym, but hadn't had an opportunity to connect with yet that we were able to at that event. So even if you can't like fly somewhere, find go on google and look in your local city for like what's coming up mm -hmm. absolutely yeah it's interesting you say that because that black box event was super fun and yeah well we all met a whole bunch of people and that videographer you're working with him on monday which is super exciting right a local dude and just super nice guy and great conversation and he's got his skill set and his talents and he's now sharing them with us because of that right well yeah and it's because like we all showed genuine interest in each other like mm -hmm. we were all there to be with each other to be meeting people like no one in that event was like closed off everyone that i looked at was smiling and when i talked to was polite and nice and you know was actively listening mm -hmm. yeah yeah you only had to flex on one girl who was talking to me yeah she was a hoe she just tried to touch you every single time that she could oh that was too funny makes me laugh when that kind of stuff well then she talked shit about her partner that's so talking about high value relationships mm -hmm. don't fucking talk smack about your partner to another individual like Ever. what the fuck is that how are you gonna attract high value people even you said that immediately after you're like that's very unattractive mm -hmm. number one she wasn't attractive no hard feelings i mean i'm gonna say it but number two if you were even physically attractive you are no longer attractive when you talk smack like hard smack about your partner and then on top of that she's trying to make me feel insecure which mm -hmm. i thought was really fucking funny and i just think that you're never going to attract like that kind of approach is just never going to work on a high value man a no. high value woman like if you just come into this and you're like oh this that maybe thing you're just talking smack that's mm -hmm. all she was doing it's like you're immediately going to turn off a high value person high value people have just like we talked about with our friends have fun exciting important vision driven things to talk about it's not we're sitting here talking about what happened yesterday what about this what about that bs yeah or how gross you find your husband's drool that comes off of his invisalign it's like you know for yourself anyway but this is a good point because that this transitions or correlates perfectly with one of the other key factors which is listen actively right when you're engaging with other people listen attentively and show genuine interest in their stories and experiences because this fosters trust and creates a deeper connection it really lets you see the person one of the things that we're really lacking as humans is that deep connection and the reason why is because most of us have conversations based on pleasantries how's the weather well the oilers hot today hope the weather sticks around oh you know bills right instead of actually having conversations with depth and it's just rare and so when you actively listen to people it allows them the floor to act to say real things to you and then you can then engage with that be vulnerable and open and then potentially create a really great relationship out of that right well yeah and that's what like she totally missed is like she did not do any listening nope. he was all over her own stuff and the gotta do this gotta do that and you know my husband's mm. gross and this and that and the other thing and then she also didn't you know kind of tying into the last point of what is a step to being able to have those relationships is offering value yourself 
right? Like she didn't really have any value. Like she talked all about her business. And the only thing I can really tell you about that conversation was how much shit she talked about her husband mm -hmm. and then how she tried to make me feel insecure about my Invisalign, which mm -hmm. I just, again, thought was hilarious. Yeah. And it's like, if you have nothing to offer yourself, going back to point A that we made at the beginning of this podcast is you have to be the person that you're trying to attract. Mm -hmm. If you have no value yourself, like high value relationships are built on that reciprocity. And so if you find ways to add value to other people's lives, then it's going to be reciprocated. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And I can tell you firsthand from that conversation that we had, not only do I not even remember the name of the business, I think it was in medical aesthetician or aesthetics or something like that. But even if it was highly rated, I wouldn't go to it specifically because of the interaction that I had with that person. Like it was just not it, right? On the flip side of it, we made all those friends, right? Mm -hmm. And then we also got to talk to two really awesome older ladies who were starting their own podcast on their own adventure. And it was just really awesome to talk and connect with them. They were so enthusiastic and so supportive and it was reciprocated. Through yeah, us. that was a much more impactful conversation. Yeah, that was the one that we had right after. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, Ooh, this is so much nicer. Mm -hmm. So yeah, offering value, actively listening, being open and approachable, expanding your social circle by getting out of your comfort zone, and most importantly, identifying your values, morals, and setting boundaries that align with that so that you can be the high value person that you're looking to attract. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. And you're not going to find them anywhere if you're searching for them. Like, I mean, in a way, yes, because if you're hot, if you're a high value person, putting yourself in high value situations, then you're going to find a whole bunch of them. Mm -hmm. But you're going to attract them in those situations. Exactly. You know, if you go and if you're a low level, low energy type of person entering a high value situation, you're going to have a hard time making connections. You're going to have a hard time building relationships. And so, again, it goes back to the traction because it always starts with the person that you are and that that's the people that you will attract. Exactly. And it's really interesting because it seems like especially like we have more women friends that are open about this than, you know, the few guy friends that I have talked to about it. Where they say, oh, like, how do you find a high value man? How do you find... And our group of girlfriends are very high value, right? So I can see where they're at and like, I can appreciate that. But at the same time, high value people generally can feel the same energetic frequency when they're around another high value person. It's true. And so in being high value, now you're one of the rare ones, right? That other people are looking for. Oh, where do I find these high value people? They're so rare. Well, now you're one of them, right? And so now you get to be more selective in who you're choosing in your, not only your circle, but as a potential partner and everything in between, right? Mm -hmm. Got anything else to say, baby? No, not at all. I think that pretty much wraps it up. I'm so happy that you were working on yourself so hard when we found each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was great. It's been great. And we continue to grow constantly. We're well, always yeah. pushing. I think it, you'd be lying if uh, you said that I didn't also push you because of the personal growth that I was going through as well. Massively. You pushed, you were pretty much the reason why I actually created and stuck to boundaries for the first time in my entire fucking life. And it was by you sticking your boundaries. Yeah. But okay. Awesome. Well, good chat. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sweaty Sexy Truth Podcast. We really appreciate you stopping by. And if you enjoy our podcast, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay updated on new weekly episodes. And if you'd like to get to know us better, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Threads, and TikTok. You'll find our social media links in the show notes. See you next time. Bye-bye.